right on. Okay, welcome everyone to the third Wednesday gathering of the 21 day challenge at Spotted Dog Yoga. 21 days to whatever you decided that you were committed to creating as an intention, as a lifestyle um, through the um, program. And uh, well, first of all, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for being a part of this program th and thank you for being a part of this community. Um, it, it takes a lot of work to create and shift your lifestyle and uh, I just I acknowledge that and I know that you all are doing the work that it takes and um, the way that I know that is that you're just here. Right? The biggest way that you can have breakthroughs or shifts in your life is just to be present. Um, reminds me of like taking a lot of notes like sometimes uh, in trainings people are wanting to take a lot of notes and so that they can recall and they can remember things and um, which I understand I get that it's like um, it's not a bad it's a really good thing to put pen to paper however a lot of times what we are observing and listening to will give us the answers that we're looking for and will give us the ability to recall information um, in, a, in more relevant ways you know, because we're actually listening and hearing what's going on and seeing what's going on in front of us. Um, so, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for being here and thank you for being present. If you show up, then you're doing the work. You don't have to do the work a specific way. It doesn't have to look a specific way. All you have to do is show up and trust and have faith and have right intention, right aim in what it is that you're doing and the work will uh, manifest in your body. Right on. Isn't that amazing? It's kind of freeing, I think. For me, that's freeing because I would like to do everything perfectly. You know, like in my life, I've wanted, there's been times when I've wanted to be perfect or do things perfectly. Um, but just it's refreshing, at least for me, to know that all I have to do is show up. And that's all you have to do. So in this 30-minute meeting, uh, I'm going to quickly go over uh, like a recap of what we've done the last two weeks. And then I'm going to talk a bit about what is happening this week in the 21-day challenge. Okay. Um, so if you recall, in the first week of the 21-day challenge, we dug into meditations uh, around the pillars of Baptiste Yoga. And last week's video, I talked quite a bit about the pillars, right? Drishti, uh, your focal point, Ujjayi, your breath, Bandhas, your core, your hands and your feet, Tapas, which means the internal purifying flame, and Vinyasa, which is your flow, which is flow. And in that, um, in one of the videos, or both the videos, I spoke to how uh, those things bridge into everyday life, right? For an example, a brief synopsis, you put your drishti on what you want to have happen in life. You put energy and breath into it. You always come back to your core, like in your being, what like 
your intuition and you expand out from your core no matter what the world throws at you and you may experience some tapas, you may experience some fire or some doubt or uncomfortableness, right? But ultimately, if you step in front of that fire, you'll create vinyasa, you'll create flow. And that's an example of, like a brief example of how you can bring the five pillars um, into your life, right? And then obviously, you're working on those on your mat as well. And then the second week, we focus a lot on the organizing principles of Baptiste Yoga. Um, the first organizing principle of Baptiste Yoga is be intentional in creating the physical foundation of your pose. Uh, the second one is uh, create balanced action, stira sukha. Uh, the third one I'm blanking on right now, but I will remember it. Chris the Gun, do you remember it? Put it, I got it. Put in and keep present the five pillars of Baptiste Yoga. See, recall, it's just here. Uh, the fourth one is total body integrity, and the fifth organizing principle is total body expression. And I talked about in uh, the videos as well, if you want to go back and look at them, or if you want to go back in your emails and reference them, right, how that works, right? On your mat, obviously, right, be intentional and you're creating your foundation. You know, um, find a balance between ease and strength. Um, put in and keep present the pillars. We've talked about that. Uh, total body integrity. Pull into your center. Press down into the earth. And from your core, like expand out for total body expression, right? So obviously you're doing that on your mat physically. But what you do physically and how you do anything is how you do everything. And so moving that into your life, a quick example of how you may do that would be like intentionally set your goals for what it is you want to have happen like write them down you know draw a picture of what you want to manifest in your life something like that but be intentional in what you're going for all right and then do it in a balanced action way steer a suka like go at it like hard but not too hard you know don't try and put a square peg in a round hole Right, that would be like stirasuka. And then put in and keep present the five pillars. I think the most important part of that is keep present the five pillars, right? Because, well, you put them in, but then there's going to be a lot of elements that wanted to like keep you from putting them in. So if you keep them present, then you'll continue to work towards what you want to have happen. Yeah, and then always remember to do the things on your way to achieving your goals that is in line with your core with who you are that like your integrity you know from your center like who are you and make decisions based off of that total body integrity and then in your life you'll be able to create total body expression right because you'll be so connected to your core you'll know exactly what it is that you want you'll be putting energy in the right direction and focus on those things that are the most important to you and then you'll be able to have a total body expression and it may total body expression may end up like um, just you being free of like guilt or shame or anger or fear like or total body expression could also be like you doing something that you never thought that you could do that you've always wanted to do that lights you up that fills your heart up um, 
that helps you create a life of passion, right? Or it could be all of those things mixed in together. All right, so that's just a quick synopsis of how uh, the five organizing principles bridge from your yoga mat and into life. Okay, awesome. So thus far in this call, what we've talked about are how the, f the five pillars bridge from your mat to life. Thumbs up. Yeah, you got that. And then also how the five organizing principles bridge from your mat and into your life. Thumbs up. Tracking with that. Okay, good stuff. Nice. And my hope is, and I say my, but not just my hope, our hope at Spotted Dog Yoga and in Baptiste Yoga is that more and more people will start to realize the bridge between what it is that they're doing on their mat and what it is that they're doing in their life. You know, I've heard like plenty of times before, like, oh, we do the same flow every single time, like in your, at your studio. Um, and like I get bored, right? And it's interesting, right, to think like, okay, so if you're, if you feel that way on your yoga mat, in a flow that's never really the same, ever, ever, because you can always change it, then where is that showing up in your life, you know? And for a lot of people, that's showing up in their life too. They have a hard time like staying consistent in a relationship, or staying consistent in a job, or staying consistent with a passion because they get bored of doing something that they perceive to be like routine. Right? In reality, life is routine, but it's not about what you're doing, it's how you're doing it. It's about reevaluating and looking at the way that you're doing that routine and shifting it and creating um, a new way of expanding from that routine. That's what will keep it alive and keep it rhythmic. Right? So our hope is that people will start to see how what you're doing on your mat is really correlated to everything that's happening in your life. Your mat is a mirror for your life, right? You get angry at the teacher, it's like, or you show up and you're not happy because it's the teacher that you didn't want or something like that. Like, that's on you. It's a, and not in a bad way, but it's, um, it's on you in a sense that, like, there's something there for you to learn about yourself and to learn about the situation that could help you grow and expand if you were to step beyond it. Yeah, so just a couple examples. I know like I'm kind of like, I don't know what the right terminology, beating a dead horse. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right terminology, but. Hey, check it out, by the way. Even though I live in Boise, I still have my Sacramento Kings cup. I got that, my cup here. Certainly with you there. Okay, cool. So what you're gonna be going through um, this week are the, um, well, actually, you're going to be starting with just the first five laws of transformation out of 12. And the laws of transformation are, um, if you want to dig deeper into them, they're a part of Baron Baptiste's book, 40 Days to Personal Revolution. And um, there's 12 laws of transformation in that book that he covers from the, at the very beginning of the book. And they're incredible. And they're really principles that we live by um, as humans. I, let me say it this way. They're principles that intuitively make sense to us as human beings because as human beings, they, um, we're, they're very relatable. 
Yeah, so when you read through them and you get to know them, you'll be like, oh, yeah, right, like, that makes sense to me because it's just, like, human nature to understand these laws of transformation in that way um, as we, as, like, um, individuals look to expand and be better people and um, all the things that we desire for ourselves and for our families, these laws make sense. Okay, so um, today's e email went out, and it was the very first law of transformation, which is seek the truth. Okay, seek the truth is the first law. Um, and I took some time this week really making some solid meditations, I think, on these. So if you haven't had a chance to check those out or click on them and listen to them, they're intentionally created to go through each one of these um, these uh, laws of transformation. I'm going to read you just a couple things on seek the truth, just for your own listening, that I really like out of the book. Okay, um, simply simply having the willingness to see in full truthfulness what we need to face within ourselves and in our lives, so that we may get into the right alignment, is what's most important. As Jesus taught, it is ultimately always the truth that can set us free. And what I like about that part is like this it's simply the willingness to see in full truthfulness what we need to face within ourselves. Right? Like having a willingness to look at ourselves in an honest way and say, Wow, this is the way that I'm being. And is this serving me? You know, this these are the results that I'm getting from being this way. And are these the results that I want? You know, and seeking that truth really requires that we, like, get vulnerable. And we get our ego out of the way. And we just allow ourselves to look at ourselves in an open, honest way. So I like that, right? It's like the willingness to do it. And all of you are willing to do that. Because you know on the other side, like, there's something bigger and grander for, for you. Um, then this, this quote is like one of Barron's most favorite, 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 famous quotes. But you can meditate and do yoga until you're blue in the face. And all you will ever be is blue in the face unless you have the courage to open your heart, face reality, admit your mistakes, and take right action. It hurts a bit, but this is what it means to have a personal revolution. Right? Open your heart, face reality, admit your mistakes. Whoa, that's hard for me to do. I've got a lot of mistakes I've made in my life that I never admitted my mistakes. I, don't want, I wanted to like push it on other people. And in fact, I did push it on other people and then I got away from those people and I made them wrong. But like really when I look back at it, like it was mistakes that I made that I never lived up to, you know, like so, um, you know, I think a big part of this too is not you don't have to like call all those people in your life where you made mistakes and say, hey, sorry I made this mistake. I mean, you could, right? You could. But it's more, this is more for you, like having, having the conversation with yourself and in your inquiry, like around, whoa, where did I make a mistake? How did I do that? And like just like putting it on paper, putting it out in the world and giving your, that gives yourself the ability to step in front of it and to like he said at the end of that, create right action. Okay, like I did it this way last time, now I'm gonna, I understand, I admit my mistake. Eh, what the heck, we're human. 
All right, now, next time that situation comes up, I'm doing it a different way, right? And that's like for you, okay? And so um, that for me, are the, those for me are the two things that I wrote down for law of transformation number one, which is seek the truth, okay? All right, good on that, thumbs. Does it sound fun to seek the truth or what? I think it sounds fun. I, it's getting more and more fun as time goes on wasn't fun at first but and sometimes it's still not fun but like more and more it's pretty fun to do that because then I'm like at least for me I'm like not hiding anymore you know I'm not blaming I'm not hiding I'm just like being me and enjoying life um, from my like what's important to me so okay cool law number two law of transformation number two be willing to come apart Whoa. Let's see what I wrote down for that. Well, I didn't even write down. I'm just taking this straight out of the 40 Days book because I, I think his words are really powerful and eloquent, okay? We are, okay, let's see. There is a lot of value in being willing to completely come apart. We can give up the illusion that everything is okay and that we can control anything and begin our true spiritual work. Oh yeah, like we think as human beings that we're in control of everything. You know, when we live in a life where we're like controlling everything and we feel like we have control of everything, in reality, life has control over us. And because of that attitude and way of being, right? And so, if you give up that illusion that we can control everything, and that everything is okay, then we, can, then we can really start to begin our own spiritual work, right? This gives you the ability to really like plug in and to create a free space to do this work. And I don't know if you're like, so what you should, what we wanna think about here, what you could think about, what I'll be thinking about is like, where is it that you are controlling in your life? Like, are you controlling stuff in your life are you trying to make it like so that it's a certain way like is or but in reality it's actually a different way right like what is the world trying to tell you what is god trying to tell you what is the universe trying to tell you that you're not listening to like that you know like you're like no you're telling me this right you're telling me this god but or universe right but no, this is actually the way that it is, right? Like, and you're not listening to like a, like a higher power, a bigger power, you're not like your gut, you're not listening to your gut, like you're just in control and making it like that. Um, you know, and ultimately what happens is our body, when we're putting, like trying to control everything, ultimately what happens is our body breaks down. We get sick, we get unhealthy, we get unhappy, we lose that spark in our eyes. You know, when you, like can just see the spark in someone's eyes just kind of like dilute like you know maybe like you've I don't know if you've had an experience like that or not but maybe um, and I, I know I've had it like if I just look in myself in the mirror sometimes like something happens it can happen like in a 10 minute period like something happens it frustrates me makes me angry and like when I woke up with a spark in my eye and then all of a sudden I'm like the energy drops right right so your body is impacted by this need to control 
but, in re, in, but also like the body wants to heal itself. Our emotional body is seeking balance. Our spirit wants redemption. However, first we need to get out of the way in order for our natural health to shine through. We need to totally lose control and I, that scares the heck out of us, right? Which is why we create control. So just like give yourself the permission to let go of control wherever it is that you feel like that's the most, um, well, you know, like relevant for you in your life, okay? Oh, wow, I really want to read this one to you. It's like a paragraph long. Ready? Let's get it. Let's get after it. We are always fighting. We are fighting for the job. We are fighting for the relationship. We're fighting for our partner or parents to be a certain way. Ooh. We're fighting to maintain our fixed agendas. We're fighting to get people to understand us. We're fighting to get our body a certain way. We're fighting to make money. We're fighting to avoid failure. We're fighting for the next success. We're fighting to be what we think we should be. And all this fighting just it like hardens us. Yeah, it contracts us, it makes us sick. Fighting has to do with getting, and a get state of mind is not a healthy state of mind. When we put out a get mentality, then we'll be got. But when we relax, we receive. I love that paragraph, right? It makes you think. Like no longer are you creating something for yourself, like right, ah, actually like you're open and those things are being created for you. Okay. Let's go to the third law of transformation. Step out of your comfort zone. Does that sound fun or what? I know. You can do it every day. Each one of you, I know you. You're doing it every day. I know you. The question for anyone on a journey of transformation is not, will I survive if I step out of my comfort zone? The real question is, will I survive my comfort zone? Yeah? I mean, it's not a whole lot more you need to, we need to say about that. Yeah, but when like at those moments in your life where you're you get butterflies or you like get frustrated or angry or triggered by something like some sort of an emotion, yeah, like that is that is the space where it's uncomfortable and that is the space where growth occurs. That's where growth can really happen for you and me and the world if we're willing to sit with it. You know? And a lot of people aren't willing to sit with it. A lot of people reach for booze, drugs, sex, uh, even like working out. Like people can, you could do too much yoga. You could just get so much into yoga that you just stop feeling your, feeling your body. You could do that, right? And those are ways of like numbing out and stepping away from um, what that uncomfortable situation could be, right? And so instead, I encourage you to just like be in the uncomfortability every time it comes up recognize it feel it and just know that it's happening give yourself you, the tools that you're learning from your yoga practice yoga meditation stay breathe experience it and what I've noticed is that the more I do that the more I'm with that uncomfortable sensation that the more I get comfortable with it and the less it controls my life you have to be willing to practice sitting in what's uncomfortable in order to get comfortable with it so that you can step in front of it and create what it is that you want to have in your life and to like really let things happen for you that are meant great things that are meant to happen for you in your life.
All right. So let's see. Let me read a paragraph out of this section to keep myself on task. Stepping out of our comfort zone means dropping the patterns and the stories of the past. Our patterns don't have to go on forever. We can leave the past behind us if we're truly willing. If we don't step out of the known, which is the comfort zone, we bring yesterday's limiting thinking into the present, therefore dooming the present to be just like the past. We'll keep repeating and doing the same things again and again, getting the same results and then complain, nothing ever changes in my life. We gather evidence to justify all the things that we bring into the present with us. We seek proof of why we can't change and all kinds of reasons why we won't let go of our dreams, stresses, resentments, fears, and self-destructive ways of being. Yeah, the past is familiar, something that's easy to hold on to, while the future is completely uncharted and feels groundless, but we must venture forward in order to grow. I'm good with doing that. Are y'all good with doing that? Okay, let's do that together. Okay, uncomfortable is a good thing. All right, law number four, commit to growth. Right, you're either growing or you're dying. So in your attitude and your way of being like really um, look at where you are right now. I know all of you are committed to growth. That's just who you are as human beings. But if there are certain specific areas in your life where you're not committed to being, like committed to growth, then consider that there's an opportunity for you, for us, to shift our perspective and commit to growth in that area. You create shifts in growth in one little tiny area and it makes a huge difference everywhere in your life. How you do anything is how you do everything. So if you're bypassing one area of your life, right, remember the whole is the goal. Right, you're bypassing one area of your life, consider that, like focusing on that area. If it's in your mind, if like it's coming up for you, like there's a reason, focus on that area, commit to growth in that area, and you'll see shift everywhere in your life, you know, in different places you never thought ever, okay? Growth requires a certain singleness of mind. Oh, as Jesus once said, you cannot serve two masters. Either you commit to a change of heart and mind and live it out, or you're just playing around. Jesus had some good things to say, I think. Never making a decision is a decision unto itself. It is a decision to stay in a personal fog. Staying in the confusion is safe because in the fog we never have to face the mundane that comes with committing to a path. Everyone tries to avoid the mundane path, but that is the path that makes us grow. Ha, huh. we talked about that earlier in the call, right? How people have issue with like, have a hard time with the mundane but everyone try because everybody tries to avoid the mundane path but it's the path that path that will make us grow all right some food for thought there i'm having a really fun time speaking to you i hope you're enjoying listening to me um i think you are i think you're getting something good here something juicy okay and then the very last thing last law law number five and this is just the last law of this program. There's 12, again, in the 40 days, so you want to check them all out. But life, law five is shift your vision. Um, and this just circles all the way back around to what I said at the very beginning. Like doing the work, just being here, um, doing meditation, doing yoga, being present with people in your lives and having conversations with right intent, right, with the 
energy and with purpose opens up your ability to see the world in a totally different way. You know, um, in the 40 Days book, he talks about the third eye center, which is the space right, um, right here, right in between your eyebrows and up about an inch, right? And, and, to, and Tibetans talk about how the third eye center, when you're doing spiritual work, is opened. But in majority, and then a whole new level of consciousness and awareness is available to you as a person when you're doing work like this. Yeah, and then when you're not doing work like this, and you're not doing things that are serving you and that are important to you, that it's actually closed off. So a lot of people in this world now are, are closed off to this whole new vision, this like spiritual awakening, if you want to call it that, or just like a totally new openness um, to seeing possibilities that are right in front of you um, because they are distracted by other things, yeah? And so just by being here and doing this work, you are shifting your vision. And I want to read you just a little bit of this, and then I will wrap it up, okay? If we have an opening and cleansing of the heart, the right energy can be released and spark life in the spiritual eye. If we pay attention to living according to our higher mind and our morals, it is said that this eye comes to life. As it awakens, so does our spiritual vision and we begin to see ourselves in the world through new eyes. Whatever spiritual or physical transformation process we're going through, we are seeking to undo and unlearn a thought system that has blinded our true vision. In life, we run into obstacles that upon first glance look like the fault of others, but a closer examination will often show that the obstacles can be a mirror of our own hidden barriers. To shift our vision means looking at the un, or looking at the usual things with fresh eyes. Okay, all right. That's um, that's a wrap. Thank you so much, all of you, for joining me here this evening and for being a part of the 21-day challenge at Spotted Dog Yoga. My hope is that you'll continue to uh, do this work with us at Spotted Dog Yoga and through Baptiste Yoga for years and years to come. Uh, it's a practice that's made an enormous shift, uh, an, more, an enormous change in who I am as a person. Um, and I know that it's available for so many more people out there. And so as we do this work, the people around us are affected and shifted because of it. So thank you so much. Um, what's coming up at Spotted Dog Yoga? We have uh, Awaken Yoga Training starts on July 15th, and all of you have done that, and Aaron's going to do that. And we have Inspire Yoga Training starts on the 17th, which is a 250-hour training. And on top of that, if you want to do some extra work with the 40 days, Baron and I are f facilitating the 40 days to personal revolution program, which starts on the 27th of June. Uh, spread the word, jump online, and join us for that too, okay? All right. I love you. You're amazing people. Thank you for being here. Have a great rest of your night. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you, Nick. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, Nick. Thank you, Krista, Aaron, Martha, Anetta. Thanks, You're amazing.